welcome to the MPI Potomac cast, where you get to hear from the voices of the MPI Potomac chapter. We are Cheryl Brennan and Anjali Sangvi, co-chairs of the MPI Potomac Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee. Mentorship can be such a scary or foreign concept, but most of us engage in it informally all the time. Leadership and mentorship often go hand in hand. Being a mentor and being mentored by others is rewarding in both a professional and personal capacity and can make our lives richer and deepen our relationships with our mentors and mentees. Here to talk to us um, about this topic today is Rhonda Keyes, owner of Inspired Event Productions, LLC. Not only is Rhonda a 20-year veteran of the events industry with numerous um, designations, including um, an MBA, uh, a CMP, a CMM, a CEM, a CTA, DES, and an HMCC. Wow, what an incredible lineup of credentials. Um, but she has served in the in many leadership, in the many volunteer leadership positions, including um, as board director and co-chair of the Leadership Development and Certifications Committee for um, at MPI Potomac, among others. Hi, Rhonda, and thank you for joining us today. Hi, ladies. Thank you for having me. Um, we're so excited to have you. <laughs> um, so we basically start every podcast the same way. We ask, uh, we start and end them the same way. So we ask the same questions of every guest um, at the beginning and at the end of the, the podcast. Um, and most of those are about being a member of MPI Potomac. Um, so let's just get started. Um, so our first question is, why did you join MPI and how long have you been a member? So I joined uh, MPI to be around like-minded individuals. Uh, the company that I was working at at the time, I was the only person involved in events and um, they just looked at me like I was speaking a different language. And I really wanted to be around some people that understood the challenges that I had, um, could help me celebrate the successes that were going on. And um, just a general way to connect with somebody else that thought like me. Um, I joined, I've been a member of MPI for 10 years now. Wow. Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, what made you want to get involved um, as a volunteer at the chapter? So I had been a member for about five years and um, I didn't really get a chance to, I was traveling a lot for work didn't really get a lot out of my membership. I thought it was important to be a member, but I wasn't getting anything out of it. And um, I just wanted to uh, start connecting with other people. I knew a couple people, but there were so many more. So I decided to join the marketing and PR committee um, just to find out when the events were happening because I kept missing them. I'd see the emails like, oh, with the pictures, that's great, right? I, I could have went to that one, right? And so I joined the marketing PR committee and I was the person that confirmed the photographers for each event. So that way I knew exactly when the events were happening and where they were gonna be. <laughs> well, that's, that's definitely one way to keep it on your calendar. <laughs> for sure. So, um, um, okay. Sorry, go ahead. Um, so Rhonda, we've have getting to know you recently. It feels like I've known you a lifetime. We've had many <laughs> wonderful discussions. Um, and and I get I get this this strong sense of of your commitment to leadership. 
um, and how that's evolved for you. Can you elaborate a little bit more and talk about what does leadership mean to you? Yes. So um, several years ago, I was uh, kind of researching the topic because um, I was like, well, it's is it just a certain title that you're supposed to, you know, attain or, you know, what kind of skills do you need to be a leader? What, what is this? I want to start. If so, I, I need to start working on this. And I came across an article and um, this quote by Warren Bennis, and he is um, uh, an author on leadership and um, worked with the uh, help co-found the Leadership Institute. And um, the quote is, um, leadership is the capacity to translate vision to, into reality. And it really spoke to me because as an event manager, that's what I do all day, every day, right? Whether it's somebody else's vision or my own, right? I want to, you know, I wanted to start my own business. So making that a reality and figuring out um, along the way what it takes and each, each event is different. So there's no cookie cutter. There are some things that are basic, but each thing is different. And the ability to pull all of that together, especially when it's chaos, right? Just turning chaos into something great um, and using the skills that I already had of organization, I just, it spoke to me. It just spoke to my heart. And I was like, oh, I'm already doing this. So let's just see how we can improve. Thank you so very, very much for that. Um, so which, so leadership goes into another area that you're passionate about. Um, so you've taken on this, this leadership role um, for the MPI Potomac chapter um, and being the, the board, I think your co-chair, right? Or leading the leadership committee? Co-chair. Co-chair. Yes. So in that capacity, you're also tackling mentorship, right? Um, and putting together, you know, what, what the chapter is going to embrace in terms of taking mentorship to the next level um, and including our chapter members as we move forward. So with that said, why do member uh, mentors matter, one? And two, how do you define mentorship as a tool for growth, inclusion, and equity? So as Anjali um, spoke to uh, in the beginning, um, mentorship happens just organically every day, whether we realize it or not. And um, to me, mentorship is, it, it matters because it helps you to grow personally and professionally. Um, a lot of people think, oh, I need a mentor because of my job. No, um, just everyday life situations call for a mentor. And for me, my first mentors were my parents. So um, true story, my, my parents got together, had no idea what they were doing, you know, having a family or whatever, but they, they decided a couple of things. And so my dad actually made a list of lessons that he wanted to teach his children and it didn't have to be big lessons. And the one that stands out for me is how to ride public transportation. Mm. So during my, um, I was going into to my freshman year of high school, which, you know, is an exciting time. You know, I had that summer to kind of do some things. My dad decided at that point, that's when I needed to learn how to ride public transportation. So every day 
I got on a bus that may have metro bus that may or may not have been air conditioned and had to go to a certain point. And then after that day, it was like, okay, get off and transfer here and go here. And the whole time he was in the car behind the bus, riding behind me, oh, wow. right? Which I'm like, he's in air conditioning and I'm just sitting here on this hot bus. Right? <laughs> how, how, do I, how do I navigate that? But the, the, the route that I did um, went through the University of Maryland. So I was kind of getting a taste of campus life, like, oh, this is what they do, you know, okay. So I didn't really think anything of it. I was like, okay, so I know how to ride, you know, Metro. Well, fast forward into my adult life and I'm traveling for work. And when, especially when I started traveling internationally, I have the concept of public transportation. I might not know the language, I might not know what the signs say, but I have the concept of I need to get here by this time to catch this bus to, you know, and then figure out how to do it in reverse. So um, that's just one of the examples that, um, that I speak of when I talk about mentorship. That's so interesting because for me, I feel like that's something we really lack here is the, the ability or the notion that we need to teach our children to be self-sufficient, which is, I think, the bigger lesson here, right? Like that, that you were mentored to trust your instincts and uh, figure things out and solve problems, which is exactly. pretty much what we do on professionally on a daily basis. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Figure out the roadmap. Here's here's a destination. Figure out the roadmap for yourself. So that's right. pretty. It's pretty amazing. That's a great story. And it's, and it's true because, you know, I came from a small country in, in a small village in Belize, Central America, um, and coming into United States and New York City, the biggest city of all cities, and having to navigate getting on the bus to train, to go to school, to work. It was a scary thing. So, you know, applaud your father for pushing you forward with that because, you know, it, 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 it allows us to you know, make some good decisions and navigating and trusting, as Anjali said, our instincts and how we do, how we go about making those right decisions as we travel around the world as well. Um, so with that said, I wanted to ask, you know, go, if you could go into um, a little bit about the, the second part of the, of the, uh, the mentorship program um, um, question in terms of, you know, defining mentorship as a tool for growth, inclusion and equity. And what does that what does that look like for you? Sure. So um, to me, um, it's definitely a tool to help you accomplish those things because you're um, learning more about yourself, which helps you communicate better with others. Right. So you have a, a, a different perspective. So when you're you know at home with your family, um, when you're young, that's your world. That's what you know then you know you kind of venture out and you know say you go off to college or you move away from home it's different kind you learn a little more right well what you thought you knew <laughs> is, is definitely changed by real life experiences and the more of those you have the more times you have to you know reflect on those things and talk about those things and definitely share those things with other people the more that you're going to learn and the more effective you become so for me personally, it helped me to, you know, okay, hey, Rhonda, you're not the only person in the world and you're not the only, just because you do it this way doesn't mean that that's the only way it could be done, right? You might've been a team of one for a long time, but, you know, hey, 
there are other people and there are other ways to do it. And they might actually be more efficient or faster or have better results. So I had to learn how to, you know, get outside of myself. And um, with some of the mentor relationships I had, you know, it was, it was kind of impressed on me, kind of like, think beyond yourself. Like, you're not the only person that can get things done right? Include other people. And then it helped me understand, um, you know, other situations. So that whole introvert, extrovert thing, I'm definitely an extrovert. And if you don't speak up, like I kind of run over you, right? And I had to learn that introvert person, it's not because they're afraid to speak or they don't have ideas. They're taking the time to formulate their ideas and come out with a, a you know, a more organized thought process. Me, I just go for it. Right. So it taught me that, you know, oh, hey, if we work together, if I pair up with somebody that is actually thinking like I can take the lead and do some things, but the organization behind it or the thought process behind it, you know, the team makes it better. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and that's a great way of thinking about it in terms of just and that, again, professional growth, personal growth. Um, the ability to think beyond oneself. That's, that's pretty uh, incredible. Um, so what advice do you have? I mean, you jumped in into MBI and, you know, like you said, you weren't getting that much out of your membership and you decided to volunteer in order to get more out of it. Um, and I, I, I stalked you on LinkedIn a little bit. Um, I saw <laughs> that you have a lot of other really interesting, cool volunteering things that you've done and leadership positions that you've had. Um, so what advice do you have uh, for someone interested in volunteering? So um, I'm going to link this back to the whole leadership thing. I, you know, when I was, you know, searching within myself, hey, what skills do I need? What, what, what am I lacking? You know, I wanted to advance in my career and I had to, you know, understand, well, okay, I'm lacking this, where can I get that? You know, so volunteering is the answer for me because it's a safe environment to learn. Nobody's gonna yell at you when you're volunteering. Everybody's just so focused on, we have so much to do. We, every, every person counts, right? So I purposely sought out um, uh, volunteer positions in areas that I'm not comfortable with, you know, like finance or, you know, like the marketing PR. I was scared to death of social media. So, you know, I was like, oh, okay, well, let's, let's just do this. And even if you only learn a little bit, you know, you still are that much better for it. You know, my advice would be, don't be shy, figure out, you know, I literally had a list of things I wanted and I've kind of pair them up like, okay, I could, I think I could get that here. But knowing that I'm also, it's not just me taking, I'm giving as well. So um, it's a reciprocal uh, relationship. And like I said, don't be, don't be shy. You may only have, you know, an hour a week. Okay. That hour counts, right? Like maybe you could send emails or make some phone calls, something like that. Everything counts. So don't be shy. Just get in where you fit in. That's awesome. That is great. That's good advice. Not to be afraid to just jump in. Mm -hmm. That's what we're, 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 I think we've all started in that way, some way or another, right? I take it on. Angelie's taking on. We taking on this DEI committee. <laughs> to, be, to be the to give a, a current example of this. <laughs> well, it's really interesting for me because I think when we were chatting before we started recording, I 
come from the public health world. I have only been, I mean, I've always planned things. Everywhere I go, I'm the planner, right? Which is why I was like, well, I clearly need to make a career of this, right? And um, I became a meeting, an official meeting planner. Now, now I've always been a project manager that involved a lot of, you know, planning of things. Uh, but officially I became a meeting planner three years ago and I joined MPI immediately for the very same reasons. I was like, I clearly I need to be in a space with other people. Um, and especially because I was coming from a different track altogether. I mean, I was coming from public health to do very different things very differently, you know. Uh, but the, the reason I wanted to do it was marrying of the two because I felt like I was such a good planner. And that's what often in public health, uh, what happens is that it's assigned to someone who doesn't really want to do the planning. And then, you know, they're doing it because it's part of their job description, not because they actually want to do things like that, you know, do the planning and whatever. So I love that. So I was like, well, I need to kind of learn to marry those two. And it was a volunteering at MPI that really gave me the, I think the courage. And like you said, learning new skills, um, you know, picking up on things that are, are not standard. For example, contracts in, in, um, our industry are very different than contracts outside of our industry, you know? So like learning all of that, learning the lingo, all of that came from a lot of my volunteer work, which has been, you know, such a blessing. So I can totally relate to kind of what you said. Um, so I guess we're into the the last part of the interview. The last part of the interview. <laughs> and, and, and this is, this is um, I think it ties into everything you've, you've shared with us today, Rhonda. Um, and finally, if you could give one tip um, for how to get the most out of your MPI membership, what would it be? I would say definitely get involved. You only get out of it what you put into it. So if you're just passive member, okay, that's great. Something to put on your resume. Okay, it's on my LinkedIn. But um, getting in there and opening yourself up. Um, and it's one of those things where you may not feel comfortable at first. You're like, okay, I don't know. My my motto for this year, for uh, it has been for 2020 and it's gonna be for 2021, do it scared. You might not know anything else, uh, you know, about anything else, but just get involved, reach out. If you don't know how to reach out, go to the um, website and check out the committees, see what's going on. Every committee, there's a contact person, reach out to anyone. And I, and if you are willing to say, hey, I'm here and I want to volunteer, oh, we will eat that up, right? <laughs> so if you're not even sure what area you want to volunteer, you know, you don't have to be on just one committee, right? And so say you only have two hours a week to commit or a couple hours a month, okay, a couple hours for an hour for one committee, an hour for something else, you know, but um, definitely get involved. I think that 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 um, final quote you made there, do it scared. I think that's that's going to be one of the quotes that we will definitely have to um, make sure that we pull out of this conversation because that we may be stealing it. Oh, stealing it. <laughs> hey, out. I borrowed I borrowed it from someone else. So <laughs> it's, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Right? <laughs> yeah, because we're, we're, we're all in this together. We're all, st we're all still, you yeah. know, navigating our journeys and putting in time and commitment and getting to know each other, right? Like I didn't know Anjali before this at all. 
So, and Rhonda, I didn't know you either. So look at that right there. It, it just speaks to everything we've talked about. Um, um, well, thank you so very, very much for that. Um, and thank you for joining us today, Rhonda. This was a, this was a wealth of information um, and we continue to share it with our, our membership. Um, and that's what this podcast is about, the voices of the Potomac chapter. Thank you for having me, ladies.